Today happens to be my two-year diagnosary. Two years ago, I got the call that a removed mole was melanoma. I also started my period that day. We were supposed to start fertility treatment that cycle, I was just waiting for my period. I was to start Clomid on CD3, but with the diagnosis, we had to wait until my doctor was comfortable with the melanoma being taken care of. Today was finally the day we've been waiting for, the art screen. Art equals assisted reproductive technology. I was not sure what this meant before, other than that I would get med info, our treatment calendar, trial transfer, and exam. This was pretty much how it went, but there were three different parts, instructions with the nurse, exam, and meeting with the doctor. Instructions with the nurse. My nurse, Amber, is awesome. The first part of my appointment was going over all of the instructions. I got handed a huge packet, referred to as the informed consents. This outlines every aspect of IVF what will happen, risks of the different steps and risks overall. We must initial each page and sign saying we read and understand all of this. Basically so if anything bad happens, they aren't held liable. Another part of the packet is where we select what we want to do with our frozen embryos under the worst circumstances, if they happen, divorce, one of us dies, both of us die, no payment or communication from us. We have to select our decision and then sign the document. We also had to sign a waiver regarding the COVID policy that I've posted about before. I got the information about medications, our treatment calendar, and had any questions answered. Here's our calendar. Our baseline appointment will be April 13th. I'll go in for an ultrasound and blood work to ensure I'm ready for starting the injections. This info will also help them decide what dosages for those. They will do some infectious disease testing with our urine, then we will go to a lab for testing our blood. We will turn our consent paperwork into the clinic and our package has to be paid in full. This day, we will have to pay around $10,000. I will go for blood work and ultrasounds for monitoring on the 18th, 20th, and 23rd for sure. After the 23rd, it will depend on what my body does and they will make appointments as needed. It could be daily, every other day, and maybe a couple in one day. They will monitor how many follicles are growing, the measurements of each, and my hormone levels. Once they decide I'm ready, they will schedule my egg retrieval. Based on averages, this could be the 26th, 27th, or 28th. Other than the first few monitoring appointments, all other appointments will be short notice. The transfer of the embryo will be 3 or 5 days after the retrieval, and then the pregnancy test will be 15 days after the retrieval, so we will know sometime early to mid-May. Exam The next part of my appointment was the exam. Apparently I was supposed to show up with a full bladder. I had to pee real bad when I got there, so I peed and then checked in. Whoops. So I drank a bit of water while talking to the nurse. The first part of the exam was the trial transfer. My doctor, Dr. Craig, did what she will be doing when she transfers the embryo, just without it. This is so she could map out where to place the embryo when it's that time. Then she did the saline infusion sonohistogram, SHD. This is where they filled my uterus with saline and took pictures of it. It made a 360 view of my uterus, which was pretty cool to see. This is done to double check my anatomy, make sure there aren't any issues, and give the doctor more information on exactly where to place the embryo. She also measured it, counted follicles, and found a small cyst. There's nothing to worry about it, she said. She said everything looked great. 
The SHG was pretty painful after and it felt really weird to have basically water flowing out of me onto puppy pads while I laid on the exam table. Afterward, I was just cramping pretty bad. Meeting with DR. Craig. After the exam, I went to Dr. Craig's office where she talked to me about the IVF process and specifics to us. Since I have PCOS, I have a high reserve of eggs, which is good. She said that with PCOS, you can get a lot of eggs, 20, 30, maybe even 40 but more of them will be bad quality. Basically 20 eggs retrieved doesn't mean 20 kids. There are two ways to fertilize the egg. They can put the egg and sperm in the petri dish and let them do their thing naturally or they can put the sperm into the egg, which they call ICSI, ICSI. Because we have never been pregnant and the IUIs weren't successful, Dr. Craig said that tells her that they don't play well together, so we will probably do all ICSI. This is fine by me. IVF for people under 35 has a success rate of 50 to 60%, with a 50% birth rate. There is still a chance of miscarriage, unfortunately. There is pre-genetic testing, PGT, that can test for abnormalities. Dr. Craig doesn't recommend this for patients 35 and under, which is good. We weren't sure what we wanted to do and it's very expensive. She said with my health conditions, having multiples is not a good thing. In an ideal cycle, she would have one embryo to transfer and two to three to freeze. When we want to try again, we will go through a frozen embryo transfer, FET, which doesn't require any of the meds or retrieval. Just meds to get the uterus ready to implant an embryo. What I learned is that embryos we freeze now will have the same rates when transfer later as they do now. So these embryos will essentially be from 33-year-old Ryan forever. So she could transfer one in 10 years, and it would still have the same success rate as 33-year-old Ryan. Crazy. The day after and cash money. I started this yesterday after my appointment. I had to process through everything, talk with Austin about things, and I was tired. The nurse faxed over my prescriptions to the specialty pharmacy yesterday and I had to wait for them to contact me. Tonight, they sent it to me. I was pleasantly surprised, to be honest. The total was $3,154. The estimate was $3,000 to $5,000, so I was using $4,000 as my figure. So that's paid for. We may have to order more meds during those two-ish weeks in April. So basically, we just paid for meds. My art screen, which was estimated to be $580-1000, will be sent to my insurance. So hopefully it won't be too much. I did have to pay my $50 copay. On April 13th, the baseline appointment, we will pay about $10,000. Then on egg retrieval day, sometime that last week of April, we will pay $1,200. On transfer day, we will pay $800 to freeze our babies. In total, at the least, we need $15,154. There could definitely be more costs, hundreds or so, so we want to be prepared for that. With our money set aside in my flex account, we have almost $13,000, so at a minimum we still need about $2,200. For you. That feels a lot better than what we were thinking. Looking at Credit Karma pre-approval offers for personal loans, I can get a $5,000 one with a monthly payment of about $120. So not too terrible, but still not ideal. So far, our friends have donated $775. That's awesome. We're hoping for some more support. Worst case scenario, we have to get a loan and spend five years paying it off. But our treatment will be paid for. 
I'm still annoyed that we have to spend $16,000 to try to get pregnant. So now, we wait. Our baseline appointment is in 18 days, and we start injections in 21 days.